When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 107, a lot of everything entertainment. We've got Vintage Scandal coming up for you at the bottom of the hour, so stick around for that. Meantime, we're going to talk about, what are we going to talk about? Oh, what are we going to talk about? Well, okay, so I have been wondering, on you know how your Netflix kind of like gives you suggestions? Oh, yeah. yes, yes. So Netflix has been recommending Stay Hungry. This documentary. Okay. Okay, by this comedian by the name of Sebastian Maniscalco. I think that's how you say it. I'm like, what? Maniscalco? Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. And then Howard Stern had him on the other day, and they were absolutely hilarious. Well, then on, um, I think it was the Today Show today, they featured Sebastian because he sold out Madison Square Garden. Wow. He's this comic. Okay. Uh, He's uh, from Chicago, he moved to L.A. in 98, and he did open mics at bars and bowling alleys while working as a waiter at the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills from 1998 to 2005. Possibly could have waited on us, Julia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> okay. never know. And then in 2005. Cancer claim to fame. fame. Yeah, did you wait on us? At the Sebastian Maniscalco, maybe you waited, waited on, on us. We yeah. know you. We've met. We've he, met. I'm telling you, he's a handsome Italian guy. Okay. So anyway, here he is uh, sitting down. I think, was it with Willie Geist? Uh, or Carson. I can't remember. No, it was sitting Carson down. and Hoda. And Hoda, yeah. Sitting down and talking. That. And they've obviously watched the Netflix okay. comedy specials, Stay Hungry, or seen him on Showtime. They were familiar with him. I guess he's also in uh, Green Book. Yes. Okay. Okay, so here we go. First of all, congrats on selling out MSG. I mean, that, that's, that is the, that's the venue, right, all Carson? That's the, Netflix, the spot. The Netflix yeah. special, the book. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been nuts. I mean, I've always had a great following here in New York yeah. City. I started at Gotham Comedy Club, then The Beacon, then the Radio City, now uh, Madison Square Garden. So, yeah, I think people are resonating with, you know, my crazy father, my immigrant upbringing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we got 80,000 people coming out to, uh, to the show. What's it been like just this whole ride it's you know like once i think i've hit like a a really good milestone another one happens so i'm just really really appreciative for all all the success i've been doing this now for 20 years and uh it's nice to share with my family i got my my wife here my little daughter and um my father's coming in my mother's coming in sister Eighty thousand people did he say well it must be more than one show probably three nights oh my gosh yeah 
And uh, he published his memoir last February called Stay Hungry, and that's the name of his Netflix special. Okay. And I guess in one of his bits, he has this very funny bit about watching his daughter be born. So he, his wife is pregnant again, so they do ask him about that. Well, you got a baby on the way. You got a little boy on the way. Little boy. What are you going to do? What, what do with a little boy? What's going to happen there? Well, you know, my father wasn't really patient with me growing up. You know, like so, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know how to fix anything. Like, we, I would start doing something, and he'd be like, "Get out of here! I got to go to work." So, hopefully, I could be a little bit more patient with my son and uh, and, and teach him the things he needs to know. So, uh, yeah, it's it's all good. It's, so, and people might know him from, he was one of four comedians featured in Vince Vaughn's Wild West comedy show. Okay. He had some specials on Showtime, mm. What's Wrong with People. Mm-hmm. He's been at it a long yeah. time. He was a stand, he was featured, Craig Ferguson invited him okay. on his late show. He was on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. He's been on with, you know, Colbert and Conan O'Brien still has, you know, comics that are on. So mm-hmm. here's the one where his dad wanted to know, because he is this small part in Green Book. Okay. The Mahershala Ali Vigo Mortensen, his dad, wants to know why he wasn't at the Golden Globes. Green Book did well at the Globes. Did you go to the Golden Globes? No, that's another thing. My father was, uh, we're watching it at home, and he's like, why aren't you there? <laughs> and I go, Dad, I, I wasn't invited. I go, what do you mean invited? You were in, you were in the show. Right. So uh, yeah. Yeah. it's hard to kind of tell my parents that, you know, like I, I don't have like just the authority to sit down at the table at the Golden Globes. Somebody has to ask me to go. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, he, he wants to go to the Oscar. Like, he wants to yeah. go to these yeah. things. That's how it is. Like he's like, are we going to be rocking down the red car? I go, what do you mean we? Yeah, <laughs> I could barely get there. So uh, yeah, that's anyway, funny. And then he said, and then my mom, I told her I'm on the Today Show with you, you guys, and she's like, yeah, you finally made it. That's right. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's play that next one because I guess he got cast in this new Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. There's another movie coming out with this crazy all-star cast. Scorsese, oh, the, the director, yeah. Yeah. the Irishman. So okay, this is, that is Pesci. De Niro. Uh, Chino, De Niro, De Niro, Pacino. Uh, uh, yeah, Pacino's oh. in it. Is that crazy? So, how do you get the call to go to get with this movie? So I, audi- I auditioned. I came to New York City to audition. How did they did they pick you? Did they say come? come yeah, I've, I've had this on my radar for the last three or four years. Yeah. I told my agent, if you if you get a chance to get me in, get me in. I get me in. I, they got me in. I screwed up the audition. How bad? What? I just I was in there, and you know what they told me? They're like. You're looking really good for this part, and that's all I have to hear. And I sabotage it. Right? If if they would have told me you got a you're really a long shot, you're never gonna happen. I'm like, all right, let's I got it. But they tell me I almost got it, and I unravel. So what so, happened after that bad audition? So uh, they gave me another shot to do okay. it again on tape, and uh, I sent it in, or they sent it in to, to Scorsese, and uh, he liked me for for another role, this crazy Joe Gallo role. But so, in the movie. In the movie. In the movie, and then you know, he works. He gets to work opposite De Niro in this movie. I can't even imagine. Yeah, here we go. Let's play that one. You know, there was a part where we had to do lighting, and me and De Niro st- standing eye to eye, and we're looking right at each other. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk unless he talks. You're to about me. to start so, the scene. Yeah. So what are you? What are you doing? Nothing. It was just like staring a stare off for right. two minutes, and the guy <laughs> didn't say nothing. They just fixed so, the lighting. And- so yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, you know, I just I I, I went in. What was he doing? Was he just, was he he was just looking right at me? And then, and then I was, is he in character? Or? I don't know what he was in. I didn't want to ask. I don't know what he was doing. And then at one point, he goes, your tie is not tied right. And he just cinched it. I go, 
Oh my God. <laughs> I fixed my time. Can you imagine a two minute stare off and you're with sitting Bob. there with Bob? Yeah. Oh my word. I anyway, I, this, I want to watch this. I'm going to uh, watch that tonight. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's cute. He has a fun, um, he has a fun, uh, Twitter. You know, yeah, and I followed him. Yeah, started following him immediately today, and someone immediately followed us. By the way, Julia, when I did they did that when little, you said Lori and Julia, yes, uh, a nice lady by the name of Kelsey followed us right away as soon as Hi, I Kelsey. talked about it. So I she got a prize today. I followed her back. She oh, what? I followed her back. Oh, what a big. <laughs> Lori's so funny. <laughs> That's she a got, prize? Wait a second. You got... Uh, all right, if you follow us on Instagram... Well, I, first I scrolled through to make sure I You're kind of agree, so you know, that funny. she wasn't, you know... I, she got a prize. prize. Kelsey, I'd like you to call in and, cl- and claim, claim your, your prize. prize. <laughs> wow. This is got to be... the only one. This is going to be her day. Yeah. But this she's is going to be one. her day. Yeah. Well... Okay, our wishes have come true. Which ones? Heather Locklears. <laughs> oh, I know. Parents have moved in with her, and they have managed to get rid of the high school, school. boyfriend who's a fraudster and a con artist. And just a bad egg, and they literally would fight, fist fight with each other and everything. Well, He's... he was giving her the booze and enabling and not... Oh, her dad so is 89 and this her is mom what is 85. Me. This is what scared yeah, me. Yeah, I know it. Is their age. Because yeah. I feel like those... Boy... Well, what you they do could for be your young, kids. 89 and 85 Well, this year old. is true. She's doing great. She has her parents staying with her. This is from People, which has been great for everyone that's close to her. Right. Uh, she needs grounding, and um, she's under a doctor's care, and she's not around anyone who is not a good influence, which means this Chris guy. Right. They got him out of the house, which for her, that's what she needed to right. get reset. And then get a Boy, get a job. Yeah, uh, that she's, Ryan Murphy could cast. Yes, her in he something could. Her dynasty should cast her and have her come back. It, well, she yeah, she can be a completely Anybody. different character. I mean, um, you know, it just is. It's sweet because they they've been fighting for her sobriety for yeah, a long time. Yeah. Bill eighty nine and Diane eighty five. Yeah, that's sweet. Maybe. I hope, I hope, you know, wanting everything she's been to struggling work out. for yeah. so long. Seems I like hope it, ever since she and Jack Wagner broke up. But it was before that, too. She had a couple car accidents. Yeah, I guess and so. And she, I think she had some, I think she got addicted to pills. That was initially. Yeah, she I don't even know. Surgery or something. But it's, or, and I, then the, I wish her the best. The acting roles, you know, like she she becomes dried a, up, dried yeah. up, and, and she yeah. was so charming. Oh, she's so good. What do you think of this guy? Uh, uh, this guy, Steve Burke, in an interview, he's the CEO of NBC Universal and Andy Lack's boss. Mm-hmm. Does an interview with Variety magazine, and he he says he. It's to blame. It's to blame. He said, Megan Kelly was a huge talent. She was at the wrong time of day on NBC. In hindsight, we shouldn't have done it. But wasn't Andy going off rogue? I'm 100% behind Andy. So that's why Andy never got fired. Yeah. He said, but then drumbeat began about Matt Lauer. You got to fire this guy. It was really unfair. He was a grenade. We didn't know it was a grenade. I was here seven years and thought Lauer was the greatest interviewer in news. We had no idea. Yeah, that he... 
Listen. So anyway, the finger pointing about who to blame, he's saying uh, this is Steve was Burke. It was me. So, so if she was on at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it would have been more successful. No. No. It no, she, no, it would just, no. She's, she never belonged it's the wrong format on a day, no. a morning it's show. It's the wrong format. And we do think babe, Bob Costas at the age of 69 had to sue NBC for age discrimination. 66. He's worked for them since 1979. I love Bob. I love his soothing voice. I love him doing his wrap-ups at night at the Olympics and tennis match. Yeah, that's that's a drag. Yeah, it really is. Yep. Don't like that. No. Um, And then what else do we need to know before we get going over to the dirt? This is us. You didn't see it last night, but apparently... um, Remember that hot guy, Gorin? We could never say his last name, who was Visnish. on ER. Visnish? Visnish. Yeah. Visnish. Yeah, he's hot. He's <laughs> yeah. been in other shows since then. What is he doing? He's is he on This come, Is Us? He's coming. He's going to add to Beth's backstory about this guy named Vincent. And I don't know if he showed up in last, last night's night. episode. I couldn't either. I've had to avoid. There's oh. too much on. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, and if you go out or do anything, That's how, do you, right. how the hell are you? even further behind. It does, and yeah, if you have a crazy. book due for yeah. work, you're even <laughs> further behind. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for the... This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's get to it. Yes, let's get to it. We've got a lot of celebrity relationship news today in the Dirt Alert. Maria Shriver weighing in on her daughter's Katherine Schwarzenegger's engagement to Chris Pratt. She was talking to People Magazine promoting her new podcast called Meaningful Conversations with Maria Shriver. And she said about the engagement, I'm not going to talk about it because it hasn't even been like eight hours. So I'm just trying to let them direct. It isn't about me. So I'm going to follow their lead. Said like a classy, sophisticated mom. And uh, she did comment on the Instagram post that Chris Pratt posted on Monday. She said, we're so happy for you. You are blessed, as is everyone who knows you. Yes, let's go. And even Arnold Schwarzenegger commented on the engagement photo, writing, congratulations to both of you. I love you. Very sweet. sweet. Coming from good old daddy. And I don't think those two are divorced yet. No. No, they aren't. No. Nope. It's like they decided not to get divorced. It's too much work. It's too much work, and they've got too much money and too many properties and too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly mm-hmm. right. That's one of the first things that I thought about yeah. with this engagement mm-hmm. news. I'm like, you know what, mom and dad, they're still technically together, mm-hmm. even though they've moved on in separate relationships. Yeah. And whatever works for them yeah. works for yeah. them. Yeah, you know, sometimes there's just too much muddle to muddle through. Until oh, one of them wants to get remarried. Yeah. That is yeah. true. Oh my gosh! Can you even imagine all the things that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver have? Mm-hmm. The real estate, the no. monies, the things. Oh, all right. So here's a rumor from OK Australia that Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth are expecting their first child together. That it's a girl, and they plan to raise the baby in Australia. A lot to take in there. Yeah, that is a lot. Is okay. there photographic evidence? Is there a lunch belly baby? Is there? A- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's the sighting? Yes, so the sighting where at least the baby news could be true is that there's a photograph on the Daily Mail of Miley Cyrus. She was at the Versace Mansion in South Beach in Miami on January 9th. She's wearing uh, just a a Versace shirt, you know, like a 90s pattern shirt. And it does look like, okay, uh, that is convincing to me of that photograph of Miley Cyrus. Oh, my word. Let me see. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I would say so. All right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know, looking at the photograph, it is on the Daily Mail. It looks like she's rather quite along, if if you are to believe the story. Now, of course, Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus very private about their life together. You know, they just had a small wedding ceremony in Tennessee uh, late last year. So, and then even now, look, now knowing what we may know, going back and looking at Miley Cyrus's uh, wedding photographs in her gown, you're like, okay, there's a lot of oh things my obstacling. Uh, putting her, the big bouquet is in front of her stomach. Right, the cake right. is in front. She had it at home. The cake is in front. But mm-hmm. that, but that photo of her leaving the Versace mansion. I mean, either the wind is billowing, and she had, or she had a big, and she had a big breakfast. That is quite the breeze and quite the omelet there, Lori. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. And uh, whether or not they want to share that news with us, with us, excuse me, that's really up to them. You know, yeah. no, they but, may, may not. She yeah. doesn't. She looks completely different. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her hair is really long, really blonde. She looks very happy, though. So mm-hmm. good for them if that's the case. Uh, another person, another celebrity getting married in the near future, Catherine McPhee. She's trying on her wedding dresses with her future stepdaughter, Jordan Foster. She's a stylist and daughter of David Foster, Catherine McPhee's future husband. And she's going for a simple, sexy look on her big day. So this says page six. Yeah. Well, oh. he's got a down path. This would be his fifth time down the aisle. I, you know, I, oh. Oh, I just. His I, daughters I, seem to like her. They though. do like her. Mm-hmm. And they've been all for it for a couple of years, I think. I, I don't know that those daughters liked Yolanda. Yolanda. I feel like you're right mm-hmm. about that. So they're like the fifth time is the yes, charm and yes. we're all adults mm-hmm. here. So if we can get along with Catherine, I think the daughters that you're talking about, Lori, are Aaron and Sarah Foster. They, they had that they show. They had that show that you liked so I much. Like yeah. Yes. And so they all get along and they're all in on the joke. Ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha, ha. Okay. Uh, Selena Gomez, again, we uh, reported yesterday that she's back on Instagram after a break that she took starting in September and she's back selling things. She said look forward to 2019 i can't wait to share the projects i've been working on with you the first one here is her collaboration with puma sneakers so uh, you know kind of tells me that maybe we'll remember well, she did the thing with coach too mm-hmm. she did the thing with coach now she, selena gomez is a very valuable endorser of products and so this kind of speaks to the fact that perhaps her people were like look you know, maybe you're not ready to share personal things yet, but your Instagram is so valuable. At one point in time, she was the most followed person on she Instagram. Still is. And she still mm-hmm. is. Her, her, She was the most valuable person on Instagram. I don't remember the statistics. Like about, 185 million people follow her. Huge, huge, huge. And they just said, why don't you just bank the money? Yeah. 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 So I think with this, you know, it's a good sign that she is willing to be back in the public eye in this way. However, I feel like people are handling her Instagram account for her and mm-hmm. she has nothing in particular really to do with it yeah, and speaking right. of new instagram profile michelle pfeiffer she's on instagram she put up a video of herself as catwoman on there meow instagram so you can find her believe Look her at handle you. meow instagram julia roberts her people made her get oh, yeah. on instagram last summer 
And so I think in this case, Instagram is getting too crowded, though. It's get, the ads that pop up every three oh. times and play music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of. Those are annoying. Yeah. And then also the algorithm of Instagram, too, where it's like they sort it for you. It's not just a live feed of everything that happens chronologically like it doesn't. It doesn't. You're right about that. And that's annoying because sometimes I just want to be able to look through my social media and decide what I want to look at and what I don't want to look at. Yeah. And just let me do that. It does on Instagram. And it pulls up old pictures, too, like from someone's post three days ago. And things you wanted again. Mm-hmm. That's the algorithm. Yeah, talking. I don't like that. And yes, Lori, to your point, Facebook does own Instagram. Ugh. I know. Well, if you do want to follow Michelle Pfeiffer, she's Michelle Pfeiffer official. Uh, a little casting news here: Anne Hathaway is set to star in the remake of The Witches. Remember that movie from 1990? Angelica Houston. I yeah. don't starred as I, the I, Grand High Witch. I. It's not the same one as The Witches of Eastwick. This no, because that was one. with Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette Midler. Oh, that's oh no, that's Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. Well, there were a lot of witches. Cher, once. Susan Sarandon yeah. were the witches of Eastwick. Yes, they and were. Michelle Pfeiffer and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. So this is a completely different movie. This is a completely different one. This is based on the Roald Dahl book, and Angelica Houston plays the Grand High Witch. And this is the movie where they're at a, a hotel bread and breakfast by the sea, and the little boy is turned into a mouse by Angelica Houston. She's the Grand High Witch. She's super glamorous, and she's hosting this event ah, and then all the witches take their this. wigs off either. and their faces off and they got warts and zits and maybe it'll be good it was a fantastic movie now this movie what makes it interesting robert zemeckis is going to be directing this who had a really big bomb with, at the box office yeah. with um welcome to marwin mm-hmm. with steve carell so uh, but you know <laughs> that's all right you can't win them all yeah, right I guess. you can't win them all it was his sophomore album no, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, right. No. Uh, well, speaking of Steve Carell, he's making headlines today with his new deal with Netflix. He's starring in a, uh, a show called Space Force. Are you guys ready for this? Based on the sixth branch of the military that was proposed by one head of state late last year. Individual one. Individual <laughs> one. Yes, thank you. It was actually proposed by Individual One. And now Steve Carell and Greg Daniels, who teamed up the last time for the U.S. version of The Office, which was so successful, they're going over to Netflix. Steve Carell going to make about a million dollars per episode for this show that's ridiculous wow that's just kind of ridiculous to me but whatever do what you can yeah netflix has so much money think of i think you guys were talking about the images that are up on netflix and how much stuff there is to watch and how you will Mm -hmm. never ever watch it Uh, right (laughs) it's just like it's so overwhelming yeah there's another option for you they're reporting that space force will be on netflix Soon. Okay. All. okay. All right. Thanks, Holly. Yes. All right. Anything happening in the roads out there? Are we getting anywhere? You today? know what? Usually, I think that there are a couple spots on the road. I want to say that there was some debris on the road, 394, uh, near downtown Minneapolis. Want to watch out for that. Also, uh, you know, a hot spot, usually 494 near Anderson Lakes Parkway in Edina. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Well, I thought with this vintage scandal today, because there aren't that many legends left, and we just lost a legend yesterday, Carol Channing. Yes, we did. Um, And they're dimming the lights on Broadway tonight. I thought it would be good to just kind of revisit some of the... Channing moments? Channing moments, yes. Some of them were scandalous. Some of them just showed how much of a Hollywood 
the show must go on. So I'll start with this. November 2001, the night before Carol Channing is supposed to perform alongside Angela Lansbury in a special anti-mame Hello Dolly mashup oh. conceived by Jerry Herman. Oh, I would have loved this. And an evening dedicated to his music. And mm-hmm. Jerry Herman, you know, wrote... He he couldn't even comment yesterday on Carol Channing's passing away. He was too devastated. Mm. But the night before Carol and Angela were going to just do this one night on Broadway of anti-mame Hello Dolly, Carol Channing fell down a flight of stairs. She did. And Lansbury, of course, would sing Auntie Mame. Carol Channing was yep. going to sing Dolly Levi. And they were going to, um, with the two icons swapping between the roles, and each of them serenaded by their own mini male chorus as the skit went on. Sure. It was sold out. Oh, my God. This story is from her longtime friend and publicist, B. Harlan Bowl. And Carol overheard the call, phone calls between doctors and her management saying, She's not going to be appearing. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't having any of it. She'd had stitches to her temple, a broken arm, and a fractured thumb. She went on the next night. Harry Winston covered her arm cast in diamonds. I love it. The cast had to have its own security because of all the diamonds. Okay. And she just said, I can't imagine anyone saying Carol couldn't make it. And that wasn't going to happen. And apparently she and Angela Lansbury had a whale of a time. They're... Voices very different, but just contrasting perfectly. Right. And um, she, of course, was best known for Hello, Dolly. Yeah. And then also Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. And she was 97. And her son, Channing Carson, better known as Pulitzer-nominated polit- political cartoonist, Chan, Chan Lowe. Oh, yeah. That That's her yeah. son. Sounds familiar, yeah. And a close family member, Sylvia Long. Those are the two people who survive her. And um, he, her publicist, Channing uh, uh, Bowl, excuse me, um, Bowl said, I knew her for over 20 years and nothing would stop her. She was the embodiment of the show must go on. And um, Carol was such a major part of Jerry Herman's life that he needs time to grieve privately. He can't even make a statement mm. is what his rep told wow. the Hollywood Reporter and the Daily Beast yesterday. And she... Uh, moved to Rancho Mirage 20 years ago to be near her cousin, this Sylvia Long. Yes, okay. And she died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. Her um, last personal appearance where people saw her in public was in 19, or excuse me, um, in uh, 2015 for her uh, birthday party in Palm Springs. They had like a birthday. It was at the McCallum Theater in Palm Desert. On her 95th birthday, that was her last public appearance. Um, but some other kind of things that we're finding out about, um, um, like when Barbara Streisand was given the oh. 1969 movie role, yeah. directed by of, Jean Kelly yeah, of, of Hello, Hello Dolly. Dolly. She was devastated. She said, it was suicidal for me, she told the Miami Herald. It's like somebody taking your baby. I was there when it was created. I've never really dwelled on it. It's painful to me. Yesterday, Barbara Streisand did tweet about Carol Channing, mm-hmm. saying she was a true life force, a kind and effervescent woman who never allowed the parade to pass her. Oh, that's great. Yeah. and um, But Channing only saw Pearl Bailey perform Hello, Dolly. Hmm. She never saw Ginger Rogers, Eve Arden, Phyllis Diller, because she was always on tour. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't opposed to any of them in any way. 
She loved them all, but that was the only Hello Dolly mm-hmm. production she ever saw. Mm-hmm. Um, Chan- uh, Carol Channing didn't feel as wronged about Marilyn Monroe getting the gentlemen prefer blondes um, because she remembered Marilyn Monroe coming to see Carol Channing perform the role for weeks at the theater. Mm-hmm. And at the end of three weeks, um, um, Marilyn would go to Carol Channing's dressing room and say, I just want you to know that every morning I wake up and think, I'm going to see that wonderful show again. I never got bored with it, Carol. And Miss Channing always thought that was an awfully sweet thing. That is very oh, sweet. And it helped a little bit with the sting, but boy, I was ready to jump out the window mm-hmm. when she first heard the news that Marilyn would be cast in the movie. But it was so distracting for the orchestra to have Marilyn Monroe at the show for three weeks in a row. Players would miss beats and notes. <laughs> oh, that's so Except funny. Except Carol oh, told gosh. the story about the pianist who was more interested if Marilyn had a brother. That's oh. hysterical. <laughs> Um, and I guess uh, a later generation of kids know Carol Channing mm-hmm. from The White Queen in a trippy 1980 miniseries of Alice in Wonderland. Don't recall that one. Okay, no. and in 1970, no. as you said yesterday, she yep. was the first person to perform solo. Celebrity. At a, yeah, to perform solo at the Super Bowl halftime show. And um, retirement was not for her. Even in the early 2000s, she toured her one-woman show, The First 80 Years of the Hardest. I feel like that's when we had her on, like was maybe for that. And she told The View in 2010 that um, she was absolutely unfazed by the idea of Johnny Depp playing her, as he said he would like to do on screen. He expressed that one that time. That he at really? one point wants to play, play Carol, Carol Channing. Carol Channing on screen. Okay. I feel like he did sort of when he played G- the Gene Wilder character in uh, Oompa Loompa. Or, or maybe when he was in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And um, she, I guess, here's when she was on one of her first appearances on What's My Line. Mm-hmm. And the panel tries to guess who you are. An old TV show for people who don't know what that yeah. is. Yeah. And she was dressed in an enormous fur helmet hat and she oh. did a Russian accent. Oh. And the panel asked her, Does she sing? And she said, Yes, beautifully. And <laughs> anyway, she, uh, in her 2002 autobiography, just lucky, I guess, she revealed that when she was 16, her mother told her that her father um, had a German, that she was half black. Yeah, I heard what? that. And yes, I heard yes, that. Yes. And that her mom wanted her to wanted her to know that in case she ever got married uh-huh. and had a baby and the baby might have looked black. Oh. She <laughs> right. her dad and, and I guess her dad was though was so light right. that when he moved from Georgia to Connecticut, whatever it was way right. back when, right. he just passed for white. Yeah. Wow. So that was one of the Ooh. things, uh, you know, in her book that nobody knew. And she, yeah, she didn't know until she, um, her mom told her mm-hmm. she was married four times, most infamously to her former manager and publicist, Charles Lowe, and most poetically to her childhood sweetheart, Harry, who died in 2011. And she and Charles Lowe were married for 42 mm-hmm. years. They split in 1998 with Lowe dying before the divorce was finalized. And she claimed that she caught him in a homosexual affair. He'd been having it for a long time. And that he told her 
the day after their wedding, he was impotent and they'd only had sex twice in 42 years. That would have been a clue to me. Wow. Yeah. But don't yeah. they have a child together? Or did she have a child with the guy before that? Yeah. Um, You're kidding me. No. Channing, her son. Um, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Her, His father was her second husband, okay. a football player by the name of Alex Carson. Okay. Mm. But uh, this Charles Lowe said, you know, she spread false stories about me and they went back and forth and back and forth. But that's how she got her divorce in California was she didn't have, you know, she was refused intimate relations. But 42 mm. years. 42 years. She I know stayed it. in it and he took all of her money. I mean, mm-hmm. he ma- mismanaged her money away was one of the things, yes. you know, that I read about that too. And one of the other things that she had a regret about was that... Um, Carol Channing always said she and Ethel Merman and Mary Martin Mm -hmm. would discuss who among them had been the worst mother. And Carol would say, well, Chan, her son, got to Mm -hmm. go to the White House, which many little boys didn't get to do. But they all three of them felt that they traveled so much. Sure. Yeah. That busy, busy, busy. And it was towards as she got older, they became closer. And her bedroom was always filled with his political cartoons and um, her sons, yeah, her son. And when Bowl asked uh, Carol Channing what show or role she was most proud of, she would always say the next one. Mm. Well, that's a great, that's, that's a, a great, great line. Show business. That's a great line. And um, at the time of the controversy over marriage equality, Carol Channing would say to her publicist friend, "Why would you want the government involved in your private life?" People want to get married. They should just get married. So, And she was immensely proud that one year at a San Francisco Pride event where they crowned a ceremonial empress, she had been crowned the queen. Mm. And she'd also gone to a Carol Channing um, lookalike contest with drag queens. And she said, you know, Harlan, I took third. <laughs> That's and like she, Dolly Parton. She took yeah. the impersonations as a great honor because Absolutely. she herself famously impersonated Tallulah Bankhead and Marlene Dietrich. Oh. One of them saw her do it once and walked out of the theater. Oh. Who do you think it was? Marlena Dietrich? Saying that's who I would think. We don't know. She said she never understood it until one time when she went to see someone impersonating her. And she said, oh, now I get it. And she never wanted to see anyone impersonate her after that. Oh, all right. And then her sense of humor. One time in Vegas, a guy came up to her and said, fella, you look great. I've never seen a better Carol Channing. She said, thank you. I'm a truck driver from Toledo, and I'm just here on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I know. I know. And uh, she did return to Broadway in 2010 for the Look at the Old Girl Now, fellas, where she performed one night at the New Amsterdam Theater with many of the Dolly Boys from all these all productions, the productions were there Dolly. to yeah. get the Gypsy Award. It was oh. that night they fight the Broadway Cares. Mm-hmm. Yes. She did that yes. in 2010. And on her tombstone, Carol Channing wants the phrase, she raised their lives. Wow. 
because mm. she always felt like she cheered up people. Yeah. And the first performance, here's a little known fact. The first performance of Hello, Dolly was on January 16th, 1964, two months after JFK had been assassinated. Jackie Kennedy brought her children to a performance in their first public appearance since his funeral. It came at a perfect time. The country needed an escape, a laugh. Carol felt that everyone everywhere should do Hall, uh, Dolly. For her, it was the musical Hamlet. Mm. Yeah. And that's tomorrow. It would be, you know, tomorrow's January 16th, so it would be 54 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I like your math. Anyway, Thank so you, just I just thought that would just be, you know, we didn't really get a... No, she was, she, I'm telling quite a, you... quite a lady. Oh. Quite a lady. All right, listen, we come back, we got our favorite headlines of the day. Mama said, don't give up. The Ashley, Lindsay, Heather, Kelsey, and Oswald, Minnesota, all who followed us at Lori oh. Julia Twitter. Nice to How God. about that? Way to recruit. Oh, I way know. to recruit. Yeah. Thank you so much. You can follow Donnie Love, of course. You can follow oh, us on right. Instagram. Yeah. Donnie Love is, are you just Donnie Love? My uh, talk, Donnie Love. Yeah, my talk, Donnie, Donnie Love. Love. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's me right. on Twitter. That's yep. right. So, Unbelievable. I know, Lauren. but Tammy, Ashley, Lindsay, Heather, Kelsey, and Allswell MN, and they all had pictures. Oh, you know, no eggs, which I always think are Russians. You know. Oh, for crying out loud! Oh, oh when I know they were you when do. Twitter cleaned up their were. thing, man, we everyone lost like you lost like ten percent of your followers. No, yeah, there were so many bots. Yeah. Ones, yeah. yeah, so mm-hmm. many odds. Uh, Donnie posted for your pleasure. Mr. Yes. Peanut is going to be in his first Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> so if you've been wondering where the heck Mr. <laughs> Peanut has been, Mr. Peanut hasn't been in an ad uh, on TV in a very long time. And if you're looking for slippers that look like your dog. We got that. We've yeah. got that posted. Mm-hmm. And you can do that on Etsy. Yep. Apparently, there's going to be some celebrity with Mr. Peanut to make sure he doesn't get lost in the Super Bowl shuffle. Oh, for crying oh, out okay. loud. You because you that? know that he might. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yes, um, Michael Strain invited the Clemson football team to Good Morning America for lobster and caviar. <laughs> I want to feed them a proper meal. Proper meal. Yes. Yes. Duchess <laughs> Megan wore H&M and Custom Armani to her first official visit to something today. We posted that and then... Uh, now she's out, you know, of course she's probably in bed, but she's wearing a, a beautiful, uh, sequin dress. She's with Prince Harry at Roland Murray. Roland Murray. Thank you, Donnie. Mm -hmm. She looks lovely, lovely, lovely. She's got toes like Katie Holmes, enormous (laughs) pump bumps. Honest to gosh, Lori. So do a lot of people. I know. These I, people, I don't know how they do it. They have to wear high heels every day. Yeah. Remember when we did that? I, I was just thinking about this yesterday when I was running around the building here. I lost an earring if anyone finds one in the building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, running around and thinking, when did we stop wearing, because I always wore a heel or at least a wedge or something. When did we go go? When was the turn? When we got the radio show and we didn't need to wear our corporate America anymore. And I'm just thinking of this. That's why. Yes. And I'm thinking of my clothes. All I own are black tops and jeans. <laughs> Again. It's our radio. Because it, yeah. I think I wore this look yesterday, but it was a different black top yeah. and different jeans. I mean, it's kind of funny. We have like, it's we, a uniform. I brought yeah, I all like my Ann Taylor suits to uh, I the don't Junior have one League. That, I think I, I kept... I, I think I kept suit. a suit that I got at iMagnon. 
Remember I, Magnum? You loved having that credit card. Oh, did I ever? Uh-huh. I've uh, got a problem. I need your help. I know I had to have it sent to work. <laughs> I know she my did. She did. No, I, not here. Not this here. Is no, no, I know not here. I know that. No, I totally remember that. That was also when I was selling my secretary my miles uh, certificates because uh, I was flying so much for work I couldn't keep up with my miles and I periodically need to pay little extra a cash. Bill, a little extra cash and I would sell my secretary my ticket. That is just so funny. Think about that. I know. It's it. pretty smart, I think. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Glenn Close and Timothy Chalamet are the, the 2019 Oscar season's hottest it people? Like, people are loving seeing the two of them on sure. any carpet that well, they're on. Timothy I, Chalamet, because we don't, you know, he's We don't young, know him. He's young and fresh. Well, I'd say Lady Gaga is, too. Yeah. I think people are... Truly, I mean, you watch people like Glenn Close take a picture of Lady Gaga. I mean, yeah. people are excited to meet them. So I think they're having a lot of fun with her, too. Yeah. You know, and Olivia Coleman and those what, ladies, if they ever yeah. show up to things. Yeah, well, they'll show up at the SAG Awards. Mm-hmm. That's right. They will. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I just, um, I know this is just really yeah. wrong to do right now. Can I just tell people this? It's well, a random fact. Okay. Can I? Sure. You oh, like Lori, the look on your face. I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm not. No, I refuse. Right. No, I refuse. No, it's like it's going to be so good. I refuse. Okay, so. Look at how easy it was to talk her into it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so if you um, are looking to, if you get gum on something or candle wax, because a lot of candle wax sp- spilled on people's um you know, uh, what are you, tablecloths and things like that, and I get a lot of candle wax every day. Either put your candle, the whole thing in the freezer if you want to get the candle out of the votive and you want to keep it, or just put ice cubes over it and it'll just pop right up. That's right. Because people I spill on carpet, people spill it on floors, and you don't want to scrape it with a knife or anything like that. I have candles every day, Laurie. That's why I guess you, I... You have this candles is, every day? I like candles. I buy the... Yeah, oh, I like oh. to have candles. The look on your face... And when you that is when your you best have, tip. Nope, I have more, but Please. I'm not going to oh, give them to you. I'm not, I refuse. You have to you, tune in tomorrow. You got to have a better life hack than that for us at <laughs> five. If, if you have silver that you've polished, like jewelry silver, if yes, you my wrap, silver earrings always yes, get tarnished. If you wrap some chalk, white chalkboard chalk, in some gauze, it absorbs the moisturizer and they won't tarnish. There you go. Well, oh, now that is something yes, that, that we can was. all oh, use. Phew. I'm so relieved. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> not the candle one. Crying out loud. Well, don't try I'm going peanut right butter on the- now to get my candle wax out of all my whatever okay. linens. Okay. I'm not talking to you. You're not. You're going bowling. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.